Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Something Something Podcast. My name is Eric Kasloff, and Larry is on assignment with the CIA, so he cannot be on this episode. So we brought in the backup goalie from the other podcast I'm on, the Smells Like Teen Horror podcast. Everybody say hello to Dylan Tillman. How's it going, Dylan? Man, it is going <clears throat> absolutely fantastic uh thank you for one allowing me to come on this podcast and you know do two podcasts with you this week it's always super fun and we just did two back-to-back episodes yeah we literally just finished recording an episode of smells like teen heart and we're immediately doing this because we're talking about something that's coming up vastly close yeah and that is of course um We're recording this on February 3rd. The Super Bowl was yesterday, but well, I guess kind of our Super Bowl is next Sunday. I mean, I know these awards don't matter in the long run, but I'm just as excited. I'm still going to eat 20 buffalo wings while watching it. Um, Here's the thing. I... We are both massive horror fans, and yeah. while the Academy could care less about horror, and it really, really irks my nerves, it's like something that really drives me mad. Deep down inside, while these awards really do mean nothing, I love award season. This is like my, it is, the Oscars are my Super Bowl. I make sure to watch everything in all these categories. I am up to date with everything, just in the same way everyone is super into sports, you know, and they know everything about every player and every team and everything. Like, I know everything about every movie. So, honestly, all these categories, by Sunday, I will have seen everything from it. I'm just going to take guesses because I don't really go in for prestige movies that much. Um Again, if it, if I have the choice between an art house movie about a guy coming to terms or Saw 17, I'm going with Saw 17. <laughs> you know, um, and that's why we're friends. I'm going to go see <laughs> Saw 17 first and then I'll finish it with the with the depressing movie for later. <laughs> So we are going to be going through every category and picking our winners and seeing, I guess, by the next Smells Like Teen Horror, who had the most wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm. Okay, so we are starting again. I have problems reading out loud because I got a learning disorder. So I'm going to let Dylan do the reading. I I, I can read, by the way. Yes, yes. I read Um, a lot. It's reading out loud is my problem. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel you with that. I mean, I have the world's annoying southern-pitched voice, and sometimes I have a hard time saying words. But uh, if someone has to carry this cross uh, and embarrass themselves, I will do it, man. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we are going to be sharing you guys our Oscar predictions for this Sunday uh, February 9th um, and our, our first one up is going to be performance by an actor in a leading role and the nominees are Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Adam Driver in Marriage Story Joaquin Phoenix in Joker and Jonathan Price in 
the two popes. Um, um, your pick is now. I'm gonna have to do something on this episode just for sanity's sake. I'm gonna say what I think is gonna win and what should win. Okay, just do is that. what yeah. I, yeah. I. I just I have to do this. It's the only thing that keeps me sane because nothing. My favorites never win. Unfortunately, it's gonna go to Joker. Walking Phoenix and Joker. He's been taking it in every category. This is his yeah. his award. On, but it should go to Adam Driver and Marriage Story. It absolutely should. And the fact that it Just isn't going to Just for that one argument him, scene. <laughs> it's more than just one argument. You know what I mean, though. That, uh, that, like one scene, right now. that one scene. I mean, he's I, from what I saw, he's great. But that one scene... Just give them both an Oscar just for that alone. That's how good that one argument was. Yes. And he, the, he spends so much <clears throat> of the movie so quiet and timid that when he bursts in that one scene, it is what makes that scene so powerful. And the whole movie is powerful prior to it. But it should be going to Adam Driver or Antonio Banderas. But most like, but it's most my number one pick is Adam Driver. But it's going to go to Joaquin Phoenix, and that's no disrespect to Joaquin Phoenix. My controversial opinion is I don't think Joker's that great of a movie. Um, so that's just it's, my two cents. Is as a Joker movie, like my pastor said, it's a C plus. As a movie, an A. If it wasn't connected to the DC, to the Joker, I mean, I liked it, but still Heath Ledger. Well, Mark Hamill's my favorite Joker. I'll get that out of the way. Yeah. But I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go not with my heart, with my head, and I'm going Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker. Yeah. All right. Uh, next category, performance by an actor in a supporting role. The nominees are Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And um, my, it's going to go to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, in my opinion. Um, it should go to Joe Pesci for The Irishman. Wow. But I, however, am going to pretend that Brad Pitt's win is for Ad Astra and not Once Upon a okay. Time in Hollywood. <laughs> but that's just me because uh, I love Ad Astra. But Joe Pesci is who I think should win. But it's it's, it's Brad Pitt's award. Um, Tom Hanks is my second all-time favorite actor. Curiously enough, my first favorite actor is old Tom Hanks, Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> they're, 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 they're the mm. same guy. <laughs> they're, they're the same guy. So, I mean, the opening scene in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, when it started as an episode of the show, I was bawling. Oh, my God, it's an episode of Mr. I, Rogers. I was there with you, man. Oh, my God. I was so, there yeah, with you. I man. think he is going to win his third Oscar. It's just he should have been nominated so you're, you're for Tom Lee. Hanks. How can you go against Tom mm. Hanks? Yeah. No. Uh, right. Performance by an actress in a leading role. The nominees are Cynthia Irvio in Harriet, Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story, 
Sorcerer Ronin and Little Women, Charlie's Theron and Bombshell, Renee Zellweger and Judy. Um, in my opinion, the best performance of the year was Florence Pugh and Midsommar, but, you know, once they again, the Academy care. doesn't represent Tar. But uh, this one, I'm going to go Renee Zellweger and Judy. I saw Judy. She's great. I don't remember the movie. It's pretty basic, but she is she's great in the role. Personally, it should go to Scarlett Johansson in terms of the category, but I think that this is Renee's, Renee's award. Yeah. Is this the first time in history uh, anyone is nominated twice in the same night in different categories? I think I it's happened say, before. Yeah. You think? I want to say it's happened before. I'd have to do my homework, but uh, yeah. I've seen none of these, but I have a huge crush on Cersei Ronan, and she is way over 18, so it's not weird. <laughs> So I'm going to go with her just because um, I really wanted to see Little Women. But again, it was New Jersey. We're right across the river from New York. But movies don't, they don't want to pay the toll. So I didn't get to see it. Yeah. And All now, right. Oh, what, what's um, going on? I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> okay, before we talk about this category, my big hope for the movie Jojo Rabbit is if the director gets up and wins, he takes off the mask and we see, oh yeah, it was Wes Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Wes Anderson oh, movie. Man. Come on. <laughs> if I mean... <laughs> Visually, yes, it kind of is. Musically, it I is. I love Taika Waititi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, uh, this is so I'm going to ignore this. I'm not going to address that statement. I'm going to just go on to performance by an actress in a supporting role. The nominees are Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Um, for me, I think it should go to Florence Pugh in Little Women, mainly just because I'm obsessed with her. And if you're not following her on Instagram, you absolutely should because she's hilarious. But, but it's going to go to Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. All right, um, I'm going to go with Scarlett Johansson, mainly because she should get it for Marriage Story, but Cersei Ronan's like one of my celebrity crushes, and she's also Scarlett Johansson's a celebrity crush. So, And Jojo Rabbit just looks like Johansson so much is... more of a fun role. She's incredible in, in Jojo Rabbit. She... He is incredible and let me tell you Taika Waititi does a much better job at shooting feet in that movie than Quentin Tarantino does in Once That's Upon a Time funny. in Hollywood. That's, That's the hot tea. Um, Alright. Best animated feature film of the year. The nominees are How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Claws, Missing Link, and Toy Story 4. This one is the one where I do not know. 
this is the hardest category to predict because I keep up with award shows, so I know what's been winning, and this one has been going to different films. Yeah. And I do not think it's going to be Toy Story 4. And I and I kind of don't want it to go to... If, honestly, I wanted to go to How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. It very well could. It is the final chapter of that franchise for now. Um, yeah. But... You know, I want, I'm going to go for now. I just a few minutes ago, I had claws taking it, but I'm going to change it to Missing Link. I'm going to say Missing that. Link's the winner. I'm going to yeah. echo that because I love Linkara. They make such great, amazing stuff. And come on, you've seen one store, one Toy Story movie, you've seen them all. They're all the same yes, story. That's what was missing. The only thing is, is the BAFTAs is a really big award show, and Claus did just take home the the animated it, film there. It um, did. It's the only reason why I originally had it, but I'm switching it back to Missing Link just to, just because of the the animation company. Um, um you don't need yeah. to say the person who's nominated if you don't want to in this award. You can just say the movie. <laughs> Um, I will say one of them because he's a legend. But yeah, I'm going to skip over. Um, achievement and Cinematography, the nominees are uh, The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, Roger Deakin for 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, if you don't know, I absolutely thank Roger Deakin should win for 1917. And Roger Deakin yeah. will win he for 1917. To. Because the man's a legend. Yeah, and the fact that it's all in one shot. I mean, I love The Lighthouse and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but the whole movie's in one shot. And can his steady cam operator, you know, get the award really for everything he did for that oh movie? Oh my god. It, it's brilliant. Brilliant. Um, all right. Achievement and costume design. Again, the nominees the are. Not, you don't gotta get to yeah. the person's name. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, I'm gonna go Little Women for winning it. Um, and I think it should. I think it should. Yeah, I, I really like the costumes in Little Women. Um, my heart wants to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it was the 70s. It realistically wasn't that long ago. Um, I never want anything. What Again, the movie looks great, but I don't want nothing with Nazi symbolism to win an award, even though it's a joke movie. So I'm going to echo you with Little Women. Joker doesn't deserve to be nominated for this. It's just jeans and a t-shirt. What's so special about jeans and a t-shirt? Yeah, this, tell this, me about it. This might cause a What's fight. What's so special about that movie? <clears throat> you really yes. Joker? Um, it's a perfectly three out of five star film it's a movie with an incredible <clears throat> performance but it imit it steals from martin scorsese 
and uh, in my opinion, and it's a movie about a bunch of happy accidents just kind of coming together. I don't think the themes of that movie are crystal clear. I get it. It's trying to blur reality, uh, mirror our own world, but I, I don't think it does a good job at doing that. And uh, I I don't mean to be film Twitter in that moment, but I don't like the jokes that they do in that movie, especially the one with the midget. I just feel yeah. I just feel icky Little with person. it. Yeah, it just it just makes me. I'm not. A, yeah, no, I'm not a big fan of Joker. Um, I, I think Walking Phoenix is incredible it. in it. I have a theory about Joker, and that's the same one some people have about um, Poltergeist. I don't think Todd Phillips directed it. <laughs> I think he was a puppet director for Martin Scorsese. Even though I do think. Okay, I'll say it. Rest in peace, Toby Hooper. Steven Spielberg directed Poker Dice. Come on. <laughs> it's too much, you like know, Taxi Driver. And it's too much like King of Comedy to not be a Martin Scorsese. It is, and it's awesome. Watch Christmas Evil again. There are some shots oh my straight God, from that yes. movie. There are shots straight from that movie. That are in Joker. Also, it tells the same story. Christmas Evil is Joker. It's crazy. My God. Crazy. So now, this might cause a fight. Um, achievement in directing. Who are the not member? I know who you okay. want to win, but think as a voting member of the Academy. <laughs> <sighs> the nominees are The Irishman, Martin Scorsese. Joker, Todd Phillips, 1917, Sam Mendes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino, and Parasite, Bong Joon-ho. I want Bong Joon-ho to take this award home. He deserves it. His film is a masterpiece, is brilliant, and he, in my opinion, absolutely did the best direction. Granted, it's most likely going to go to Sam Mendes for 1917. And that wow. breaks my heart. Okay. It, the Academy loves a gimmick. They love a gimmick yeah. because then they can say that, oh, that's directing. And they're going to use the one take shot to give it to Sam Mendes. Like with Birdman. Exactly. But really, I think with everything going on in Parasite and the fact that, you know, Bong John Hu was able to keep all that together, in my opinion, is just as powerful as keeping a movie in one take. Um, and so it should go to him. But it's I, I could see Sam Mendes taking this award, so I'm going to have him as my final pick. Again, um, Parasite did not come to Jersey, and I wasn't going to go into Manhattan to see a movie because it's so hard. Um, but I'm going to go with the kind of the dark horse and go Quentin Tarantino for once upon a time in you Hollywood. Know, there's always an upset every year. There's because always an upset, what? something that never wins and it always is a winning and it's always in a major category. And I, who knows? It could be this you because there are Hollywood just, loves? Oh, go on. You know what Hollywood loves more than a gimmick villain? themselves <laughs> you're right they love themselves and also they love tarantino he's been nominated quite a lot and yeah. 
I think Parasite and Sam in 1917 could split the votes and Tarantino could come out strong. Or same with Martin Scorsese. Yeah. The old people mm. love their old directors. I think they're going to want to stick it to Netflix, though, and not give it to him. Yeah, they're not a big fan of uh, the streaming, but they like Martin Scorsese so much that I think that they're yeah. willing to brush that aside. Now, best documentary, it's not nominated, of course, but that Tom Savini documentary that was on Shudder was my favorite documentary of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was you, my favorite wanna, documentary. Do you want to do these? Because I didn't see any of them or the short documentary. Uh, I, I mean, we kids get it's going to go to Honeyland. I think Honeyland's amazing. So that for both categories, oh, but you know, and editing. Um, the nominees are Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Parasite. To be honest, it should go to The Irishman. Um, it should, you know, dealing with the digital aging, the grand scope of the film being nearly over three hours, and to make that thing run smoothly, it should go to The Irishman. But <coughs> watch it go to something. I could see Parasite taking this. That I'm gonna, I'm gonna say maybe. I don't know. This is a hard category. The I feel like the Academy doesn't really understand a lot of these smaller, like, technical awards. So these ones kind of kind of throw me for a loop. So I'll go... Uh, I'll go Parasite as my final answer for winning it. That's what I'm going to go with, too. Yeah. Um, we don't really need to read Best International Film because it has to be Parasite. It, it is. It's absolutely going to be Parasite because A Portrait of a Lady on Fire is shockingly not nominated and that would be the only film that would have given Parasite a run for its money but France thought Les Miserables would be a better fit so they submitted that one instead which to me makes no sense because but yeah, Parasite's winning and it should win. Achievement and do you want to do Achievement and Makeup? Well, the Irishman I actually, is nominated. I actually do want to do this one. I actually want right, to so talk about this one. Okay. Um, the nominees are Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, and 1917. This is going to go to Bombshell. And it kind of creeps me out. Because at the end, it just... It's just giving me... um. Vice Whiplash, you know, or, mm. you know, um, The Darkest Hour Whiplash. You know, they love it when they try to imitate someone else. And okay. that's what they do with Charlie Strong. So I just find that creepy. Um, so I think Bombshell is what's going to win. But, you know, ah, I hate to say this. I like the makeup in Joker. I kind of feel like Joker should win. What they do with Mar what they do with Walking Phoenix is kind of cool with that makeup and stuff. But and I think it does add to the film. But I think Bombshell is going to win. Um, I'm going to go Manifolent, Manif Mistress of Evil. 
I'm going to go with that <laughs> because um, all the other makeup is just makeup. When I think about makeup effects in a movie, I think, you know, the fantastical, the amazing. So, yeah, I'm going with. And you know what? Some people. Yeah. All right. You can scroll. Wait, I want to point out that makeup effects was not a thing until. American Werewolf in London. Take that, Academy. Oh. Did you know that? I did not. I like that yeah, little it, bit of history. It was not a category until... Um, because they had to give it up for the work in uh, American Werewolf. The best werewolf transformation ever. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Best original score. Um, the films are Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, in my opinion, this should go to 1917. I've been listening to that score. It's wow. beautiful. It is beautiful. Also, the score for Marriage Story is beautiful. It makes the film feel like a live-action Pixar film because of because the of score. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's beautiful score. But I think it's going to go to Joker because Joker's score is pretty darn fantastic. And I, I, I wouldn't be upset with that win, but personally, I want 1917. But I, I think Joker's got it. Um, I'm going to go with Marriage Story just because I love Randy Newman so much. Mm, all right. Best original song. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm a little heated with this one because uh, the wrong Frozen song is nominated. Uh, the real anthem of that movie is Show Yourself, not Into the Unknown. But I digressed. Um, uh, I, we've got Toy Story 4, Rocket Man, Breakthrough, Frozen 2, and Harriet. Um, and the Frozen 2 song is Into the Unknown, the one that they chose. Um, did, Weezer actually, did Weezer cover that one? Weezer covered Lost in the Woods. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Panic at the Disco covered Into the Unknown. Um, okay. I love Show Yourself, which is just, ugh, just such a good song. Um, I'm actually going to go, I, I, I personally think Into the Unknown should win. But I actually think they're going to give it to Rocket Man. I don't mind Elden John winning and um Barry Tumplin because I loved Rocket Man. Rocket Man was a fantastic movie. Well, I don't like the way they're doing the categories because I wish they would have done it in the line of how it's going to go down in the show because we're at Best Picture already. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, we can do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the nominees for Best Picture are Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um. This is the category that has me really, really torn because I think we are on the brink of breaking, making history. 
and I generally think Parasite actually generally has a shot at taking home this award. And I would literally lose my mind. But it's my favorite movie of the year, and my favorite movie of the year hasn't won Best Picture since 1992 when The Silence of the Lambs won. So I just tend to have a, you know, not a good omen when it comes to that You go with your heart, not your head. I go with my heart. So Parasite absolutely should win this award. It should, but I think they're going to give it to 1917 because the Academy loves a war film. And it is a great movie. It's a great movie, but yeah. I'm going with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because Hollywood loves themselves. You're right, they do. They do. Uh, All right. Production design? Production design. Yeah, I could, yeah. No, once I could also see in Hollywood. Well, let's give the nominees. (laughs) Yeah, the (laughs) the nominees for production design are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, I could actually see Parasite taking this home. Really? I, I, I could see it, but I, I actually do think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a good, you know, indicator. So I'm going to say I want Parasite, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will, will, will win. And you're echoing me because, again, they retrans. I used to live on Hollywood Boulevard, and they made Ugh. it look like it was from the 70s. Yeah. Sorry about that, Dylan. Ooh, best animated short film. This is going to Hair Love, and Hair Love should win, and everyone should watch Hair Love. It'll make you cry. It's so Where it's so can cute. everybody watch it? Um. Okay, I'm very... I went and saw it in theaters. I went to, like, the a lot of art house theaters are doing, like, come and watch all the shorts and documentary shorts together. I think together. cable companies do that, too. You can order all I think so, too. I think direct TV... I think DirecTV and iTunes tend to put them out. Um, so I would check your places, you know, that you normally go to rent stuff. So where you could see them. But I saw them in theaters just recently. Cool. Best live action short. Uh, I've seen none of these. I Should we even name them or should we just skip? Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, The Neighborhood's Window, Sierra, and A Sister. I'm going to go Sierra, but really I like the um, A Sister the most. I Uh, like the name of the football club one, so I'm going with that. And we're going to get through this here because we're both tired. Achievement and Sound Design, (laughs) 1917. (laughs) Um, Ford versus Ferrari will win. Okay, achievement and sound mixing. Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll go to Ford versus Ferrari. Achievement in why did we skip? No, I think the, the uh, screen oh. share just got a little froze. I would try oh. re scrolling down. Achievement in visual effects. Endgame. <laughs> Unfortunately. Lion King. Hey, did you know that they want to do a version of Bambi like that? I know. And everyone who loved Lion King and pretended to love Lion King, this is your hell. Enjoy. Do you know how many kids are going to get traumatized in the theater? 
you know what? <laughs> it's what they get for their parents going to see Lion King multiple times. That dull, lifeless piece of crap. Okay, now, adaptation. I got a problem with one of the ones that are nominated. Give the nominations, Dylan. Um, the Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes. Uh, this is going to Little Women, and it absolutely should. Okay, now, book, 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 character. They're not basing it on any, you know, like the killing joke or any of Joker's comics. You're overdoing it with the comic books, Hollywood. It was good, but it wasn't great. I'm also going Little Women. Jane Austen is awesome. Pride and Prejudice is better than Little Women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, best original oh, Originals. Yeah, the nominees are Knives Out. Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. You know, this one's a tough one. I think it's going to go to Marriage Story. Really? But, yes, I think it's going to go to Marriage Story. But wow. I want Parasite to win. You know, I, I know. It's a tough you know, one for me. It's a tough because... one because they're all very... I don't think 1917 is going to take this at all. I, I think that's love, the only one that yeah. I would think that's the only one that's a given that it's out. I love Noah Bushnell, or as I like to call him, um, Wes Anderson Light. <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is amazing. I, I haven't got to see Parasite yet, but Knives Out was my favorite movie last year. And I know it's not going to win, but mm. I'm going to go Ryan Johnson with Knives Out. But more than likely, Quentin Tarantino will win because, again, Hollywood loves the smell of their own farts. <laughs> You're right. Smells like and, daisies to them. And that is it, folks. That's well, it. we will be watching and then. We will see which one of us had the most right. Um, you know what? We should do, try maybe next year, we should do a horror Oscars. I, that's all I want. That's all I want. Let's do it, man. Let's yeah, speak let's that into it. existence. This year, this year for next year, mm -hmm. we'll try to get other horror podcasts and YouTubers in. You know, and then we'll just see. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be so much fun. Kind of like the you viewer awards. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Bringing it back. I do remember that era. That was that was a time. And that's until I realized I don't like 95% of most YouTube <laughs> reviewers. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm in the 5%. You're the one, like you, we watched a movie. And dumb drums are the oh, and Jimmy Champagne is awesome. I love Jimmy Champagne. He actually does his homework when he's talking yeah. about films, which I was actually just praising him earlier today because uh, he was talking about the Halloween test screenings and um, yeah. which is great. So I like I like Jimmy Champagne a lot. And um, we watched he's a, a movie. He's a cool dude. We watched a movie. When I watched him, I feel like man, it's me, Larry, and Dylan. The way they exactly. joke and talk. I just love that their their atmosphere is fantastic. And they've been not friends their whole lives. 
Exactly. And it, it, the vibe shows when you watch the videos. Um, I'm a big fan of Spooky Astronaut and um, Goblin Girl. Yeah, Spooky Astronaut. Yeah, they're, they're, both of them are female horror critics. And they just, they, they know what they're talking about. They just know, they like what they like. And they're not afraid to admit it. And I know you've seen a video or two by them. You're just probably flaking on them. Yeah. Um, they're just probably not up there with those. But I watch anytime Spooky Astronauts drops a video, I'm watching it this second. Like I have More I have the sure bell I've on her. her. Yeah, I have the bell on her. Awesome. So. Well, everyone, that is our picks and um have an awesome week. <laughs>